It's that time again. Time again for the Cowboy Roundtable. I'm your host, Jeff Fry. Sit back and relax while we discuss Wyoming athletics. Well, there we have it. Another Cowboy Roundtable. And uh, we've got as a co-host here, Ian McMack. And Ian, say hello. Yeah, hello, everybody. I'm looking forward to talking with Kevin. And um, I'm sure we're going to hear a lot of good stuff from him today. Well, um, speaking of Kevin, uh, Kevin uh, McKinney, who is the Senior Associate Athletic Director of External Operations, has granted us uh, some of his time to talk uh, about UW and COVID. And uh, uh, welcome to the roundtable, Kevin. Thank you very much, Jeff, and Ian. Good to talk to you guys. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, weird times that we're living in, and we thought we'd mm-hmm. want to uh, talk to you about that. Uh, first of all, how are you and your family doing? Well, everybody seems to be fine thus far. Uh, you know, we're trying to uh, stay as uh, secluded as we can, and, and uh, so far so good. Of course, uh, Laramie finally got a couple cases uh, earlier this week. Uh, hadn't had any until uh, uh, Thursday, so uh, it's uh, knew it was coming, but it uh, is a little slower getting here uh, than other places, even in Wyoming. Well, uh, that is a good thing. Uh, back here, mm-hmm. back east, uh, it's uh, ramping up, and um, it's not looking great. But uh, I'm glad that you guys are doing. Now, the university it's out of uh, it's out of session now, right? Oh yeah, they uh, they actually uh, the week before spring break uh, they, they decided that uh, everybody would go home and, and they originally set a time of like April fourth that uh, uh, students might be able to come back, but obviously uh, that went by the wayside and, and uh, they're fully uh, fully operational with uh, remote classes uh, that I think are going to probably start here in the next week or so so at least those people that are uh, seniors and so can keep on track with their graduation plans okay yeah you know it's just so hard for everybody we were talking about this today like um if you're a high school senior uh graduation senior prom all the great things that are involved with being uh, a senior that's all been canceled right now the university's graduation ceremony uh, is still uh, on, but it's certainly tentative, uh, as, as is everything else. I mean, uh, there's no owner's manual on this deal, and, and so uh, you're kind of flying blind, and uh, you just uh, do what you can do, but um, everything is quiet here. There, there's the restaurants, the bars, uh, the uh, barbershops, beauty shops, all those things are shut down. Um, you can still go to the grocery store, of course, but uh, uh, everything else that is open is the uh, 10-person rule. You can't have more than 10 people uh, in, gathered in a spot. So uh, we're probably right now like most of the rest of the country. Well, uh, that uh, impact on you, on the community, on the university, and we're here to talk about sports. So. Uh, obviously, uh, all of the spring sports were canceled. Uh, has there been any discussion about uh, the athletes in the spring getting 
uh, extra time or another season. Yes, there has. And uh, I, I think that um, that is going to be the plan. Uh, there, there's just so many things involved, you guys, because um, all of our student-athletes uh, had meal plans at the training table, for instance. So those have got to be refunded uh, uh, because they're not coming back this semester. Uh, the, the individuals that are in the dorms, uh, they had to move out. They have to be out by, I think, uh, the 4th. And so that will have to be prorated. Uh, there's just so many things involved. Uh, but as far as the university is concerned, uh, classes are totally remote. Uh, there's nothing here. Uh, they're, the only students that are here would be international students or students who weren't able to go home uh, uh, for spring break and then for this this time so they can still stay in the dorms but uh, everybody else has moved out and uh, so it's pretty quiet around here and of course the impact is just tremendous boy that uh, that does uh, sound terrible but it is necessary as we we continue to uh, emphasize um, have you had any discussions with the coaches like coach bowl uh, is his recruiting uh, plans are disrupted as spring ball is gone uh, all of that seems to be up in the air of course it, it is it's just uh, you know and that's the perfect word for it the uh, perfect phrase Jeff everything's up in the air you, you don't know uh, will there be some sort of a uh, spring practice in the summer Will there even be a season? Uh, you know, everybody's hopeful for that, but you're certainly not sure of it at this point that that, that will even uh, happen. There's uh, several scenarios that we'll, we can talk about, but uh, spring practice, all the spring sports were canceled. Uh, so those uh, student athletes, if they wish, um, would get an extra year. Uh, I'm sure that uh, most of them will want to do that. Some seniors may want to move on, but... Uh, most everybody would like to have that extra year. Uh, you know, you can't uh, – well, you don't have student-athletes around, or we have very few, so they can't lift or work out, um, uh, which is, is, is really hard. And, and uh, believe me, it's very difficult for um, Craig Bull and his coaching staff not to be doing something uh, as it pertains to getting his team prepared for – the spring ball, the season, uh, they're just on hold. Uh, you know, um, uh, new coach Jeff Lender is, uh, uh, he's trying to recruit by phone and by internet and, and by Skype. And, and, uh, that's very difficult. He, uh, as you guys have, have seen, he has put together his staff, but, um, there's as many as, uh, seven or eight scholarships going to be available. And, um, you know, he's got to try to recruit some more guys, but it's just a very difficult time to try to do that. So it's just, it's just a tough situation, but those kinds of things are, are very minor to what's going on with this uh, virus and, and uh, what's happening in this country and in the world. Well, now I wanted to point to Ian here. You'd had some uh, questions about basketball, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I know there's obviously – bigger things out there. I was just kind of, kind of curious about kind of the details of the uh, recruits. Um, I know you can't comment on the uh, commitment until he actually signs, but is the national letter signing day, is that still uh, 
set for April 15th or is that not in stone anymore and that's just kind of yeah. whenever that's that's fluid like everything else is Ian. I mean that uh, is going to be moved um, uh, and and so uh, when it actually will be uh, uh, when the deadline will be we don't even know that uh, but uh, all we know is you, you can't uh, make personal contact with them. You can you can phone them and, and uh, text them and whatnot, but uh, to go to their homes, that you can't obviously do that, and, and they're not going to be able to come on a visit. So, you know, we've prepared uh, packets, so to speak, with uh, photos and video of of the university and of the athletics department, but uh, you can't have personal contact with them, so it, it's very difficult. But that uh, signing day is uh, I would say at the best fluid. Yeah, that's very interesting. I'm, I had another uh, question. I know you can't comment on the commitment, but um, if a, another school uh, lets a guy out of his uh, national letter of signing, does he st still lose a year of eligibility in that situation? Or is that something that a, if a guy signs with Wyoming, you'll have the capability to play the next season since he got let out of that previous school that he signed yeah, with? Yeah, he, he could play the next year. Um, you know, it, it, it's individuals who are planning to transfer who would still have to sit out their year. But uh, when a coaching change is made, like happened at Northern Colorado, uh, that if the school lets them out of their commitments, which they generally do, then he can come and be eligible at, at Wyoming, and that, that was the case. So, um, you know, it's uh, they're trying to be as fair as they can about these things, and. and uh, um, but there, nonetheless, uh, if you go into the portal and you're transferring, uh, you have to sit out. And, and uh, there is a movement afoot to try to eliminate that, that you'd be eligible right away. Uh, and that's a real hot topic. Yeah, do you think there's a good chance once things simmer down at that transfer where they don't sit out a year? What What do you think the chance of that happening percentage-wise well, maybe? Is that a 50-50? That, that that, that, that's the big question, Ian. I mean, you know, there's a, a lot of people that are very much against it. Um, you know, programs like ours, uh, you, you'd rather not have that happen because you're going to end up being a farm uh, a farm team for the P5s, uh, you know. So you, you, you'd like to have them have something that would maybe make them think about uh, before they, they get in the portal and, and transfer. But if they're eligible once they get in the portal, that's going uh, to be uh, really a wide-open, fair-game situation. Uh, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, I agree with you there. I had one more question. I understand Hunter Maldonado is going to stay with the program, which I think is really excellent news. I'm assuming Hunter Thompson is going to stay too. Um, I haven't heard the latest on uh, Foster and Marble, if they've come to kind of a choice, what direction they're going to with their playing careers. Well, we're very hopeful that they're, they're going to stay. And, and that's uh, kind of where it sits right now. And that is very, very good news. Um, uh, I, I think, the fact that Maldonado stayed was a, a very big, big factor in that. He's such a team leader, and, and uh, you know, uh, both uh, well, all the players from from this past year sat down with with uh, Jeff, and and he he talked to each one of them, and he got uh, a really good uh, feeling about both Marble and Foster, 
that uh, that they are going to stay, and, and of course Hunter Thompson as well. So it sounds like those four guys will stay. Um, people uh, like T.J. Taylor, uh, Mormon, um, uh, Melton, they are in the portal. Okay. Well, thanks, uh, Kevin. I appreciate those answers. Oh, you bet. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I. Talking a, a doomsday scenario, which a lot of people don't want to think about, but I just saw Kurt Herbstreet. There was an article posted uh, from ESPN. Uh, he said he would be shocked if there was a college and NFL season. Uh, what? Uh, I know you don't want to think about that, but what would be the effect if we couldn't have a football season on the entire uh, athletic uh, department? seeing that football is one of the major uh, revenue sports? Well, it would be uh, a devastator, no doubt about that. I, I think, you know, uh, even even worse probably is the psyche of the country. Uh, I think this country needs to have a football season, uh, if at all possible. But uh, I know that, uh, at least in the college game, well, in the NFL too, but in the college game they're talking about various scenarios, um, you know, starting the season late in September or early October and not have non-conference games, just have conference games. Um, they're talking possibly about going ahead and having a season, but no fans in the stands still play the game. That uh, would be a, a, a real bummer scenario. But um, the fact of the matter is uh, you there's no, no one knows. Uh, you can say that there's not going to be a season, but, uh, you know, uh, if, if uh, things do calm down and, and that bell curve starts going the right way, uh, you know, uh, we'll try to do what we can. Uh, uh, I know not, not just the, the state of Wyoming, but uh, all of these, uh, the, the whole country, uh, football is just such a big part of the fabric of the country uh, in the fall. It's, uh, it's the gathering place. And, and uh, uh, to not have it, I think, would, would add even uh, more, uh, be more problematic, really, than, than uh, what we're facing now. You've got to feel good about something. And, and uh, I think football would, would be the, the, uh, the real, um, I think, anecdote for that. You know, will baseball start? Uh, and, 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 you know, we're talking about football, but what about volleyball and soccer and, mm -hmm. and, and the other oh, yeah. uh, Olympic sports that you have? Uh, maybe instead of playing 29 games, volleyball would play 20. You know, you, you, you just abbreviate the season and start later uh, whenever you get the word that uh, it's safe to do. But... Uh, in the meantime, you can talk about all these scenarios, but you just have no idea uh, how this is going to uh, shake down and, and what's going to happen. Yeah, that's that's uh, it's 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 a it's a really terrible place to be in to say I don't know. I mean, it's it's really hard to tell people, and it it adds to the anxiety. That's for sure. Yeah, no, Kevin, what kind of no indications doubt. or maybe positive things can we look at that might be indicating this thing's trending in the right direction for a season? I guess I'm just asking your opinion about that. Everybody, you know, has an opinion about it. What do you think 
some things that might be out there that in the news that maybe would say that we're maybe heading for a football season, maybe in a positive well, direction. Yeah, you know, you, you want to look at signs, Ian, about uh, are, are we trending the right way? Is it, but I think it's still uh, heading up the bell curve right now. And, and uh, you know, the, the bigger cities like New York, uh, people are dying, and uh, it's still treads. You know, out here, uh, it's not as big of an impact, obviously. We don't have as many people, and, and, and so uh, we're not feeling it as much as uh, even Denver uh, or, or these big cities. They're still getting hammered, and, and uh, you know, I, I don't think they're close to feeling like uh, it's on the, the downhill side. But, you know, I guess you've got to hope, and, and I don't know anything about it, other than the flu season comes and goes, and, and maybe – with warmer weather, uh, that that will help, uh, and, and not only that, but but uh, the vaccination that they're working on uh, is just no way to know. And, and you know, uh, we we've just talked and talked and talked and planned and planned and planned, but uh, all of the the plans uh, can go away if if this doesn't calm down and. and uh, there isn't a, you know, a break or, or uh, a positive trend, we would not have football. And, uh, you know, that, w- that would be a, a very difficult thing. But you're talking about people's lives. And so, you know, yeah, it'd be hard not to have football. But if, if that's what it takes to, to stop uh, uh, the disease, the, the, the virus, and, and people uh, losing their lives, then that's what you do. And, and, you know, somehow figure out the consequences that, you know, we feel like, um, and, and this is a total guess, but it may take five years to recover from what's happening right now. Who knows? It could be uh, sooner. Hopefully it will be. But uh, the financial impact for this world is just such that um, who knows how long it's going to take to recover from this. Yeah, that's uh, that's a, a thought, a sobering thought. But um, uh, I wanted to take a little detour here. We had a couple of other uh, non-COVID-19 questions for you. Uh, one of them was, and this is something that you probably can't talk about anyway, but we're going to ask, is, you know, the Clemson replacement game. Uh, we've, we understand that there's been some... Uh, Negotiations? There's something signed. Uh, any indication when you can tell us who that's going to be? Uh, you know, we, we were getting close, Jeff. And, and when this all came about, it kind of just went on the back burner. I, you know, the fact of the matter is, uh, we're not going to be playing Clemson. Uh, and, and so, uh, Tom Tom Berman doesn't really want to discuss uh, the details of of that until there is a, a, a contract signed with the other opponent that, uh, you know, I, I, Craig Bull wasn't really interested in playing Clemson. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, uh, so, uh, that, that's not going to happen. I, I guess I can tell you that, but as far as who the Cowboys will play, uh, you know, we're going to wait until that contract is signed, uh, before we go ahead and release it because, Many things can happen in the meantime that uh, would preclude that opponent from playing. So 
we think we have a, an opponent and, and uh, uh, we're working on contract, but honestly, it's been uh, put on the back burner. Well, that's understandable, but let me ask you this. Uh, I don't know if you've been watching on the board, but we have a creative uh, pers- personnel on there, and one guy figured out all of the uh, uh, FBS teams that had an empty slot at that exact slot. Yeah. So he's listed them all out, and we're all opining as to who we want. Uh, can we can we ask you at least this? Is that is that team on that list? If you've had a chance to look at it, uh, you know, I, I honestly haven't had that list. But it, it, even if I looked at it, I'd have to neither confirm or deny that okay. report. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I, I thought I was going to take my shot, you know, at least narrow it down. you got, you got to try, Jeff. you got to try. Okay, I, I get yeah. that. Uh, and, uh, Ian, didn't you have some uh, questions about uh, uh, the, the the stadium, the pool, that sort of thing? Yeah, I, I had a question, I guess, and may not even at this point. This has definitely been put on the back burner, I'm sure of it. But was there some uh, momentum uh, with the, the new uh, pull upgrades and the – the West stands, was that um, getting some momentum with the legislature there in Wyoming, or is that going to be something that was going to put on the, um, until next year? Well, I, yeah, that's, that's very definitely put off. Uh, of course, the legislature came out and said no capital construction. So uh, we really honestly felt so good about at least the pool. The governor was behind it. It looked like the money was there. And then, you know, with, with everything that's happened, uh, the legislature uh, uh, backed off on that, and uh, you know, with oil prices where they are, and, and, and the state's uh, future uh, certainly up to question as to how how uh, the state is going to do. They just felt it wasn't uh, wasn't prudent right now to to do those major projects. So the, the stadium, the pool, the law building, the law school. Those are uh, those are out, and uh, when we can get it going again, uh, will you know basically depend on how the state does, how oil prices come back. Uh, we've known through the years that it is boom and bust, and uh, right now it's bust. So you're hoping that uh, the boom will come and follow that, which it generally does. But at this point, I don't think we were ever closer to getting a new pool until this legislative session and then with the way things went, not only with uh, the, the, the state, but uh, the, this virus, um, you know, there's just no way. And so uh, we're on hold on, on those projects. And, and uh, honest to goodness, uh, there's really no telling when they may be back on the table. Yeah, that was probably a better question for about a month ago because things have really changed over the last uh, couple weeks. Um, and I know there's there's some momentum. You guys are doing a good job with trying to get that thing going over there. So I guess we'll just have to see how things play out in, in the future. Oh, yeah. So. You know, it, it was just uh, we we honestly, we thought we had the pool. And we were really excited about it. And the kids were excited about it. We, we uh, were getting ready to, uh, you know, get the plan going and uh we've certainly had many preliminary talks about uh how it was going to to be designed but uh once the legislature decided to take all that off the table in terms of capital uh construction uh, you know we're we're out right now and and uh really no telling when that 
may come about again, sadly to say. Kevin, uh, uh, I wanted to give you the opportunity. Is there something, uh, a topic that uh, maybe we're overlooking or something that uh, uh, you'd like to uh, uh, tell us about or discuss at this point? Well, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, uh, there's just so much uh, negative going on that uh, I, I think everybody's going to like this new basketball coach. Uh, I'm really, really pleased with him. Uh, uh, really, of course, he beat us three years in a row, so <laughs> I had a good shot at watching how he <laughs> operates. And, uh, you know, I, I really like the way they play. I really like the way they're set up. I really like his court demeanor and how he handles things. Uh, I like his staff. Uh, I think uh, I think it's really cool that he hired Riley Grabo. Of course, we, we know uh, what a popular player he was here at Wyoming. Um, and uh, so I, I, I'm really, really excited about uh, the future there. And uh, I would say probably the other thing is uh, how, how special it was to have Tom Berman selected on that uh, uh, picked on the national selection commi- committee for the uh, the NF- the uh, NCAA playoff football playoffs, uh, that was a heck of an honor for him, and, and I think it is an indication of how well respected he is around the country uh, to have that honor. So, uh, now whether we have a national championship <laughs> or not, I, I don't know, but uh, to be selected to that committee is. Uh, one of the real feathers for an athletics director in the country. Oh yeah, that is. Uh, I was impressed by that, and uh, I did have th- thoughts in the uh, back of my mind. Well, at least maybe we'll get a thought. But you know, we we got to perform too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now he he's not promising anything. He made yeah. that clear to me. But uh, I, I think it's just uh, really uh, a prestigious honor to be selected to that that committee. That that's uh, obviously the biggest committee uh, in the country. Well, that's good, and uh, there, there, are, there is some good news out there, and uh, we don't want to be all doom and gloom here. So, yeah, that's that's great. I'm I'm, I'm happy for the uh, coach. Uh, there was a little bit of gr- uh, gr- uh, grumbling before the pick was made. You know, guys wanted a some guys wanted a really big splash, but uh, he is a solid coach. He's got a lot of. Uh, I talked to Ken Pomeroy last a couple of days ago, and he's really high on him, and um, he's a Colorado guy, so. Uh, he knows the territory, so uh, I, I'm I'm pleased with it. How about you, Ian? I'm I'm excited about him. I like his energy. Um, I really feel I'm kind of a little surprised by this, but seeing how the fan base has rallied, at least on social media around him, because you know our our fan base or some people in the message boards and Twitter and those accounts can be a little negative, but it seems like by and large, uh, people are excited about this guy, and I think it's the way he's presented himself and. And, uh, you know, he, he's a great interview and um, he, uh, just very exciting to hear him talk. So I completely concur with what Kevin's saying. Well, super. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just uh, there's two really tough things that happen in athletics. And one is uh, when you have to change coaches. The other, of course, is eliminating a sport. But uh, Alan Edwards, a first-class guy, and, uh, you know, you, you wish him the best. It just uh, did not work out, uh, and, and uh, it just got to the point where a change had to be made. And uh, I think that when, when that happens, uh, you've got to get out there and, and uh, you've got to get yourself a fit for your program. And I think that Jeff 
uh, will be an outstanding fit for Wyoming. Oh, I think so. And I think Allen's going to, he's got such a great background, you know, a tough run at Wyoming, obviously, last two years, but I think he's going to have opportunities, and Jeremy and those guys are going to have their opportunities to, you know, get jobs out there in the near future. So that'd be good. And, and I would agree with that. I, and I, I, I think they will too. And, you know, sometimes uh, things may not work out in this period of time, but they will down the road. And, uh, you know, everybody just needed a change of scenery. Well, uh, speaking of changes of scenery, I guess uh, we don't want to uh, uh, keep you uh, away from the things that you need to do out there in Laramie. And uh, really, uh, Kevin, I want to uh, uh, thank you very much for giving us this time. I think it's uh, valuable for the, uh, the the listeners to the podcast to uh, hear UW's perspective on some of these things and, and help them understand what's going on, uh, even though we can't tell them a lot. So, uh, well, I'm always uh, happy to be with you guys. Uh, it's, it's my pleasure. I'm always good to talk to you, and uh, anytime uh, I'm available for you. Well, super. We really appreciate that. That's uh, Kevin McKinney, uh, Senior Associate Athletic Director of External Operations at the University of Wyoming. Thank you, sir. And Ian? I guess that's about it for you and I. You've got a hunker down there in Denver, and I'm doing the same thing out here in Virginia. So I guess we'll just go practice hunkering down, right? That sounds great. And thanks a lot to Kevin again for coming on to this. I really appreciate it. You bet. And everybody stay safe. There you have it. Another Cowboy Roundtable podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Fry. Join us again when we have Cowboy Roundtable. Cowboy Roundtable is a production of Jackalope Ridge Media, LLC. All rights reserved.